Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that continues every single morning to celebrate the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, we have a little bit of a pandemic diversion today, and we'll come back to that in a second. I, I just want to share a couple of things with you. My friend Stacy Waldrop, one of the most positive people I know, posted this on Facebook by Confucius, and I think it really, uh, really kind of fits with the conversation that Paige Roberts and I had yesterday about how the how the social media, Facebook, and others people will tend to go after people a little bit more aggressively than if they were, you know, face to face with them. But anyway, uh, he said this: forget injuries, never forget kindness. Forget injuries, never forget kindness. And uh, I, f- I found this one terrific. And uh, kind of, you know, I came from digital media. I was a newspaper publisher for a lot of my career. And uh, in fact, I'll talk more about this one as as we go forward because there's a lot to be said about this, but. It's something that Mark Twain said, the man who does not read has no advantage over the man who cannot read. Let me read it again. The man who does not read has no advantage over the man who cannot read. And, uh, you know, that I, I think too many people await sort of the thought of the day on Facebook and don't and they don't do their own homework about what they should believe or maybe not believe. And, uh, you know, I think uh, you know, if people would just spend a little bit more time reading and doing their homework, I think the world would be a much better place to live in these days. So now let's shift gears. I want to introduce a couple of people to you, uh, Nathan Best and Jordan Chalden. And uh, they're joining us from a studio, in, I guess, in Biloxi. Is that where you guys are? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Good to see you this morning. Let me let me tell you real quick about about who who we're being joined by for this pandemic diversion today. Nathan Best is a, a former uh, member of a renowned R&B group, the OJs. He also joined the gospel group, the Fairfield Four in 2004, an award-winning rendition of two songs in the hit movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, that effort led to three Grammys and winning album of the year at the Country Music Awards. Nathan has also wrote one of the also wrote one of the songs from the Old Brother Where Art Thou. I have a hard time saying that for some reason. Tenth uh, Year Anniversary Edition soundtrack called Make It Way. Um, Jordan Chalden is a saxophonist. He grew up in Northern Illinois. He has toured nationally and performed internationally, both as a solo artist and with other well-known artists. It's been written that that the sound of his saxophone sets an atmosphere. That touches the deepest, deepest depths of one's very own soul. Uh, Nathan and Jordan are playing together now, uh, working on new music, and uh, looking forward to the post-pandemic world. They're beginning to have more uh, opportunities to play as we speak, and they both have moved to coastal Mississippi. So we want to talk a little bit more about what that's all about. So I just want to welcome you this morning to uh, again another pandemic, uh, po- uh, pandemic diversion morning. And uh, say good morning to the two of you. So anyway, so where are you sitting right now? Whose studio are you in? This is my studio at home. Good, good. I like it. I like I like the, uh, for people who are listening on the radio, he's got a, a picture of uh, the, the solitude of the ocean behind you. That's, that's terrific. 
Okay. Uh, let's start. Yes. We're gonna start very high level first. Like, like first of all, how did you guys meet each other? Go ahead, Nick. Well, uh, I was uh, going to see my former group at the IP, the OJs, and uh, so after the show was over, I decided I'd go by a place called Satchmo's Jazz Club and grab some chicken wings and listen to a little music over there. And I heard Jordan playing. I was sitting like towards the back, and um, so after he finished his set, I went up to him and gave him a card. I said, hey, I like what you're doing. Uh, stay in touch with me. My name's Nathan, and uh, I'll talk with you later. Left it at that, and um, and he called, and uh, you know, the rest was history. Very good, good. Nathan, I mean, excuse me, Jordan, it must have been cool to have Nathan reach out to you, the opportunity to be able to collaborate with someone who is a, you know, a, a Grammy winner is a really big deal, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, he's become a, a, not just a music mentor, but a music business mentor and just a, a family mentor. He's an all-around great guy. And I didn't know who he was. Um, he was real humble about it. And I looked down his business card. And I was like, oh, okay. And like <laughs> you said, history. And he's been a wonderful, his family's been wonderful to our family as well. So. So, Jordan, you lived over in the New Orleans area, and uh, you met someone from Biloxi, and, and uh, tell, tell the rest of that story. That's ultimately what brought you here, huh? I did. Um, I had gone uh, to Gutterberg. I was living in Florida before that, and I had an opportunity in Louisiana um, that, you know, kind of panned out but didn't, and I decided to uh, stay in the New Orleans area, started playing over there a lot. Um, and then I met, I met, uh, before I moved, I had met and talked with who is now my former wife. And we had just talked on the phone and just kind of really uh, encouraged each other for a good six or seven months. And when I moved to the area, I was, I was uh, really torn between moving to Atlanta because my style of music in Atlanta would be very, very effective. And, um, and uh, one thing led to another, and I said, God just had a different plan. And uh, and I stayed here in Biloxi. Um, had my two boys. Uh, they became rooted and grounded in Biloxi, and uh, as a great story with that. My son now is a, uh, he was a, won the state championship for uh, Biloxi High in the three hundred meter hurdles and got a scholarship to Southern Miss, and that's where he's at now. So, well, that's cool. I, I, I enjoyed reading about your story and uh, the impact that being in band as a young child really what at school what kind of impact it had on you and i i want you to know that i, I played drums starting in fifth grade and played all the way through high school and was in all the state you know competitions and you know everything you do when you are obsessed which i was and uh you know still play a little bit today but 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 I, it's interesting but it, it not only impacted me just as someone who enjoys music I, I bang on the piano a little bit as well my mom was a piano teacher oh, but great. it uh, but it changed my life it made me it made me someone who you know made it on time to meetings you know it taught me a lot about life and what excellence was all about and how to how to work together as a team and that sounds familiar to you doesn't it Jordan it does. It does. And, 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 and it was easy transition for me because I my first love was baseball. I, I was a left-handed pitcher and wanted to play pro baseball. And uh, I started playing the blues, and that was it. <laughs> and the rest is history. And, Nathan, you, you sort of grew up in a music family. Tell me about I, that. Yes. Um, my mother was on chess records um, out of Chicago. And, uh, you know, they later uh, made a movie called Cadillac Records. Uh, after you know that label, 
uh, Maurice White from Earth, Wind and Fire. He was our drummer at the time for Chess Records. Uh, I was five years old when she let me sing on her first record there at Chess. And uh, so that's where it started for me. Yes. Yeah, so that's cool. Hey, listen, we're coming to the end of this segment. I wanted what we'll do in this pandemic diversion is come out of each segment and to the break with a, with a song. So why don't, why don't you guys cue up a song and let's listen to one of your songs and then we'll come back after the break and continue our conversation. So Nathan, oh. why don't you tell us what we're about to listen to? Uh, there's a song I wrote called Virgin Islands. It kind of has a uh, Caribbean feel to it a little bit. And um, so I want to do that for you. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Go ahead and cue it up. Yep. All right, here we go. Live or on demand, and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
Welcome back to Kofi. We're having a pandemic diversion today. We have Nathan Best, who is a Grammy uh, award-winning um, musician, and uh, Jordan Chalden, who's a saxophonist. And they both sort of had their journeys and ultimately brought them back to coastal Mississippi. They met each other here, and now they're playing together. So it's a lot of fun to, to kind of h- hear their story. Of course, Nathan used to be with the OJs, and we'll talk more about how that all played out. And he's, he's got such an interesting history and, uh, Jordan is a full-time uh, musician and uh, we'll hear his story as well. But as we went into break, you were playing that song that, uh, that came from your CD, uh, ocean life. And it, it right. sounded so familiar to me because as I mentioned off the air that my family and I, we spend a lot of time down in Turks and Caicos. That's sort of one of our homes away from home. And that feel, that Caribbean feel, it just, it just puts you at ease, doesn't it, Nathan? Yes, it does. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, it really, I love Caribbean music. It makes me feel good. It makes me relax. And uh, yeah. So, you know, if you go, I, I, again, there's no way for us to cover your whole story. You, you've, you've been defined in so many different ways. You've had so many iterations of your life. But before we went to break, we we're beginning to get into sort of how music was in your family and then sort of what your musical journey was. So can you give us sort of the, the short version of, of where you were and, and where you are now and that, that quick path along the way? Because you had so many stops along the way. Right. Well, after uh, uh, Chess Records with my mom, she took us on tour with her and uh, we didn't have much then. We had a station wagon, but she would let all the seats down and my sisters and I would sleep. That would be our bed till we got to the hotel. Uh, we would we would sing in different places and tour. And so I got my experience there. But then as I got older, I started getting into jazz music, and I went with a guy named Wilbert Longmire, who was a great uh, jazz guitarist who played along with uh, George Benson and different ones, and he allowed me to play with him. From there, I went with a lady named Mickey Howard on Atlantic Records, and I was her music director. Uh, and from there, I caught the eye of a guy named Gerald Levert, and uh, he had a group called Levert. So he asked me to go on tour with him, and I did that in some background and did keyboards from there. Uh, his father, Eddie Levert, asked me to be in the group, the OJs, as a member. And uh, so the guy I replaced was Sammy Strain, who went back to his alma mater, uh, Little Anthony and the Imperials. And so I went on and, and joined the group. And so that's how it came about. Wow. And, you know, it's interesting. If you go back in your, your past, gospel music's always been a big part of you, hasn't it? Absolutely. Uh, that's where I started. That's my roots. And uh, I was able to uh, lead a song on a gentleman's project named Walter Hawkins. His brother wrote Oh Happy Day, which has been in a lot of movies and things. And uh, we all kind of worked together. And uh, I did some work with them in the studio and live. Yeah. You, uh, Oh Happy Days. I mean, who, who doesn't know that song? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. But but along the way, it's interesting reading reading your 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 bio. Sinbad Summer Jam Festival on HBO, New York Undercover, Robert Townsend's TV, Dick Clark's Rocking the New Year, arenas around the world. You've had so many cool experiences along the way, and then ultimately you end up in coastal Mississippi because you and your wife tell that story. Yeah, we uh, you know, we've traveled a lot, done a lot in the music industry, and. Uh, my wife and I uh, actually in April will be 42 years we've been married uh, all of our adult life. And um, 
we enjoy it. And uh, so we wanted to settle down in a place that still had the beaches, you know, and had the places where we can go and have a variety of things to do. So we love it here and we're not going anywhere. We're planted right here. <laughs> Well, I'll just say, um, if you were to, if, if you were a regular listener to my show, you would, you would hear me talk about this a lot, but that in, in this coast of Mississippi is a collection of communities. Each has its own unique sense of place. And when you bring all those things together, it really creates this incredible region and each community has a diversity and its own history and its own story and its own f- unique feel. And that's what makes this place so special. But it's the it's the adversity that we faced, you know, the Hurricane Katrina's and Camille's and oil spills and those diversities that have really emboldened us to be mm-hmm. a community that can bounce back. It, it's, it's a yeah. community that when you take away all the politics and everything, and we, we're a community that helps our neighbors. We we care about each other. It's right. you know, there's always going to be challenges in any community, but there's something mm-hmm. special about coastal Mississippi. And it's a story that we want to tell more often. And it's cool to see people like you, Nathan, who sort of picked this as a place to settle. And from here, it can be your base of operation, can it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can do many things from here, especially in my studio. And we don't have to fly anymore too much. You know, we can just send it through email and they'll lay their tracks and send it back to my studio. Everything can be done right here at home. (laughs) So, So coming to you, Jordan, you grew up in northern Illinois. Um, yes, what, what was the path that brought you to New Orleans before you came over to, to coastal Mississippi? Well, in, in Decatur, Illinois, where I actually grew up, and um, my brother was four years older than me, and he was kind of like my hero, and anything he said or did, I, I thought was next to God, you know, so, <laughs> so I thought. But anyway, a great guy. He's a drummer, um, great music career. He used to be Cheryl Crow's drummer for, uh, for a while. And uh, lives in Atlanta. Uh, great studio player, uh, very knowledgeable of, of the business as well. And, but anyway, um, we both went to a high school. I was a freshman; he was a, a senior. Which, for some reason, at that moment, Decatur, Illinois, Decatur MacArthur High School produced these just good musicians uh, every year. One being Brian Culbertson, the most famous uh, smooth jazz keyboard player right now on the circuit. Uh, his dad was our director and he had this ability just to pull things out of you. And, and at the time I was caught between sports and music, but I kept my music playing and I wanted to hang with my brother. That was one way I could do that. And, and one day maybe play together. So, um, I ended up going to Decatur MacArthur. I ended up uh, switching to a private school in Missouri for the last two years of high school where I did all state jazz, uh, was offered a jazz scholarship to a couple different colleges. Um, but I chose to come closer to home and I went to Southern Illinois University and it was, and then I transferred to Southern Edwardsville my second year, which was by St. Louis. And so I started as a 19 year old kid, just kind of going into St. Louis and taking my horn and walking up to any show I could and say, Hey, can I sit in? Hey, can I do one? And I started to break that fear of playing out uh you know live and and i fell in love with it and i i quit i didn't finish college after that i went on tour with a band out of st louis that uh called the urge which uh, we were really big on the college market Uh, budweiser had picked us up 
Uh, we end up signing with Epic um, uh, Immortal. We would tour with uh, bands like the Mighty Mighty Boston's, uh, um, uh, 311, uh, Murphy's Law out of New York, and then eventually go to Europe uh, with Corn, uh, the band Corn. And we were that kind of in-your-face, funky, with a bite college market type uh, band, but not on your local level. We started playing all the big big venues and just packing them out. And, and, and it was a great experience. That's so cool. And what we'll do when we come back from the break, we'll figure out, I want to, I want to hear more about what ultimately brought you to New Orleans. I was the publisher of the times picking and NOLA.com and, and the music scene in New Orleans, just so, so dynamic. Um, but anyway, when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk, we'll continue the conversation and, uh, and we'll have continue enjoying this sort of pandemic diversion so what, Nathan, why don't you introduce the next song we'll play as we go to the break? Okay, uh, this next song that we're going to do for you is a song, I call it Jordan's Groove, <laughs> you know, so uh, <laughs> we'll play that for you now. Okay, good. Thank you. President and publisher of the Sun Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Nathan Best with us today. He's a kind of a he's got an R and B background. He he was formerly with the OJ's. 
is a life in uh, gospel music. He's a Grammy Award winner. And his saxophonist, Jordan Chaldron, who we were hearing play just as we were going to the break. And I told him during the break, I really enjoy a great saxophone player, which I, which he obviously is. Hey, Jordan, when we were uh, just before we went to the break and listened to your music, we were we were f- kind of finishing up your story. What ultimately brought you to New Orleans? Um, I had an opportunity in uh, in Louisiana um, that just uh, business wise didn't didn't really pan out. It wasn't uh, it was a music opportunity, but uh, wasn't quite uh, satisfied. So I, I ended up settling in um, Slidell outside of New Orleans and started playing in New Orleans as well as Slidell and over this way as uh, also. And in the process, I was. Uh, my my fiance uh, became she became my fiance. She lived in Biloxi, and um, her daughter and I had my two boys. And uh, so I decided to to move over this way. And um, in the process, I kept playing in New Orleans, and um, you know jazz fest, uh, French Quarter fest, um, a couple you know one one club on the on the quarter, which I don't play anymore now because of. Uh, been on a contract with Harrods now here in Biloxi for two years, which which I've enjoyed. So uh, it was a combination between Biloxi here, Hattiesburg, Pensacola, this kind of regional. Uh, made a couple trips to Toronto and would fly out of, of the New Orleans area as well. So um, playing over there, uh, great great experience. Um, very very nostalgic. Very a lot of history and uh, always wanted to do that. Loved it since I was a kid. We would visit there. So. Yeah, that's cool. As I as I mentioned, you know, the, the music scene there is just terrific. And uh, you know, with the you know the casinos and tourism, it does create opportunities in coastal Mississippi for a, a diverse you know um, a, for a diverse offering of music is what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, so uh, let's do this. What are you guys up to these days? What tell me about you know I noticed a couple of uh, events that you're going to be involved in, but tell me more about what you're up to these days. Go ahead. Dude. Well, we uh, we have um, we work a lot together. Uh, um, well, you know, I'm in the studio most of the time, but but I love getting out uh, and playing with Jordan. Uh, we get to do a lot of great styles, and you know, not just one particular thing. And so it's great. So uh, we, I think, we have something coming up at uh, the Blue Jazz Blue Jazz Cafe yeah. in Hattiesburg. Yeah. We both have a great relationship with them. Um, not only do we do a duo there uh, once every couple of months, we also do solo. Nathan will play a solo act yeah. there, and I'll play a solo act there a couple yeah. times a month. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We'll come uh, in Laurel, uh, first time in Laurel. And yeah. So. Uh, that's going to be actually on a Sunday. Um, that's going to be April 11th, uh, 5 to 8. That's going to be very exciting for that. We've never been to Laurel and played no, together. So. Sure haven't. Sure haven't. You know. <laughs> so are you still involved with Harris, Jordan? Yes, sir. Um, they're they're like a family. They've been wonderful. Um, I've been there. I replaced that show every Friday night, 6 to 9 p.m. I replaced that show. I was playing in New Orleans, actually, on the corner in the uh, you know, I love playing over there, but I didn't particularly care to get home at 2 o'clock in the morning anymore. Kind of like the early shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah. about 10 minutes house, and it made a lot of sense. So, um, but, uh, Magnolia House in Harris, 6 to 9 every Friday night. It's a great time, great food, great service. And Nathan gets to play with me at Harris occasionally, too, on some private events. Well, that's neat. That's that's re- that's really cool. So, Nathan, you say you spend a lot of time in a su- studio. I'm assuming you're writing. What what's your what's your gig these days as it relates to that? 
Yes, I, um, I'm working on a lot of different projects right now. One uh, I just finished up is called Melodies of Resurrection. Uh, comes on uh, during this Easter time, and it's a uh, it's a guide of New York named Mel Holder, and he has uh, artists from all over the world. And he called me and said, Nathan, I want you to do a song uh, on this project. I did his Christmas uh, melodies of Christmas for him as well. Uh, and so, you know, I'm working on that. I'm work working on a solo project. I'm finishing up Ocean Life. I'm also working on a possible film right now. And I'm really excited about it because it's old friends of mine. And uh, we get to team up and work together again on some things. So I stay busy in the studio, but I love the opportunity to be able to get out and, 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 and jam with Jordan, you know. Things. You arranged a song on my new album. He arranged a song on my new album uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, there's a song called Ain't No Sunshine. It's an old <laughs> song by Bill Withers. And I did a remake of it for Jordan's project. And he did a magnificent job on it. Ah. Thank you. Well, Jordan, it's got to, you know, I, I, you, you didn't mention this when we were together, but tell me specifically about, about your uh, recording projects. Absolutely. It's, it's been a long time coming. A lot of folks that are like, you know, year in and year out, when, when are you going to put out a real smooth jazz album? Oh my God. So the pandemic came, speaking of the pandemic, I was playing four or five, six days a week, every week prior to the pandemic. Maybe more sometimes. And so it allowed me to slow down and get think and, and really focus on a recording project, which is certainly different than, than, than playing live. And my brother, I called him one day and said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little frustrated. I'm kind of capped out. There's, my vision is much bigger. And, and I need to have a product that will cater to that. My goal is certainly like the Seabreeze Jazz Festival, Napa Valley Jazz Festival, you know, Monterey, Monterey, Montreux. But you got to have something that will represent you for that. And so I called him, he says, this, the Trammell Starks is the producer you need to get with. He's a Billboard uh, top 10 charting producer. He does a lot of smooth jazz out of Atlanta. So we hooked up. Um, I said, look, um, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the ball in your hands. I'm, I'm a, I think I'm kind of a diamond in the rough. I don't know what you call it, but um, I'm raw and very soulful. But I want you to mold and shape what we're going to do here, and and I want I want to make some hits. He says we're going to do it. So we got together Gerald Albright, who is uh, or probably the most famous saxophone player out there now, who actually plays bass too. We had him on the album. We got Sonny Emery on the album, who was the Earth Wind and Fire's uh, drummer for 12 years, and now he's been with Eric Clapton for quite some time. We got uh, Lamont Van Hook, who is doing background vocals. He's out of L.A. He's been with Bill Collins for 25 years. We got Nathan Best, who's a three-time Grammy winner, former member of the OJs, and is just a cool guy anyway. We've got him on there, and we've got uh, it just all this goes on and on. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't know who I am internationally and nationally. Regionally, they do. And you gotta, you gotta, you got to have a hot product, and it helps to have some incredible players on there. Yeah. So listen, if you came to my house, if you can't, when I, when I go clean, when I go outside to clean the pool, <laughs> if I hit my stereo on right now, what's going to pop up is cool jazz. I mean, of all the music, I love a lot wide variety of music. I love country music. I love some of the old rock, but I love smooth jazz. There's just, it's, yeah. it's always, you know, Calm my soul. I'm just, yeah. I love drummers <laughs> of jazz music. You know, drummers of jazz music, very unique. Very, it's a very, it's not your typical drumming 
uh, you know, approach. Uh, and I, I love that. So anyway, we're going to, we're going to go to break and, uh, why don't you, uh, Nathan introduce the next song that you're going to play? Uh, let's see this next song that we'll do as a song that, uh, I released It's a remake, a song called stop, look and listen. <laughs>
Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I love these pandemic diversions that we have. And you know, you never know where these little pockets of fun are going to come from in coastal Mississippi. In this case, is Nathan Best and Jordan Chaldon. Ch- Ch- um, Nathan is a former member of the OJs. He's, he's won Grammy awards. Um, but he settled in coastal Mississippi and Jordan is a saxophonist. <clears throat> he's been all over the place. He came to new Orleans and ultimately brought him to coastal Mississippi. They found each other and they're doing music together today. And, uh, they call coastal Mississippi home. So it's always neat to have this opportunity to visit with guys like you and hear your stories. Um, so the pandemic came. Nathan, at what point did you realize, man, this is going to really change the life that I'm enjoying? And tell me about that. Well, a lot of uh, promoter friends of mine uh, in Los Angeles and Las Vegas uh, were telling me that, Nathan, this is getting ready to be bad for about two years. (laughs) You know, it's not going to be much touring going on anymore. It's not going to be. Uh, a lot of live shows and um and uh, because of this pandemic it, it it really it forced us really to have to uh step up our game in the technology side of uh you know this you know with facebook live and youtube and stuff you know it forced us to have to find another way to be creative to get our music out there through uh live shows or whatever you know and uh, but it, it was a blessing because I was a dinosaur before then, you know, and so it just really helped me to uh, understand more about what I need to do mm-hmm. from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan, what's interesting, and we'll come to you next and hear your story about that, Jordan. But what, what's interesting, Nathan, is that we talk about this all the time, that that something like a pandemic speeds up the trends that were in place before the pandemic. It, you know, Hurricane Katrina did that. Any trend that was in place before the storm were sped up by the storm. Certainly as it relates to technology, the pandemic changed the world. And what's interesting, you call yourself a dinosaur, but the, but the listeners need to hear this, that in my and Kyle's uh, experience of nearly 500 conversations, or more, more than 500 conversations here on Coast View, you guys were probably the most slick. <laughs> I mean, there, there was one other, this one other <laughs> time that I remember my friend Don Wilson who uh, who who did Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror uh, video from Coastal Mississippi, and he's in LA now. He was he was right there with you guys, really really tight technologically. But the thing that you were you were a dinosaur technologically, and now look where you are today. It's amazing how fast we kind of moved along. Jordan, yeah. your your story is similar to that. But what moment did you realize life was going to change for you? Well, <laughs> when about when I got. Uh six calls on the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, the weekend after March 5th, the week after March 15th, and show after show after show after show right. canceled. Nathan was on a couple of those too. Right, right. You know, with a family to to, to provide for and uh, yeah. no album at the time, you know, and like, what's going on here? And yeah. um, no, um, everything is shut down. 
And uh, so um, I navigated into um, some live streaming as well, which also allowed me to experience uh, learning more about technology and, and some things for the future. Uh, hooked up with Bruce Kirkwood, which I believe you had him on before. And we did a live music on the coast and we did some live streams and we were uh, doing that to raise money for musicians that, uh, you know, also were were out of work. And yep. we were to, uh, yeah. I couldn't help but think of, I was thinking of Bruce, actually, as you were talking, Bruce has become a good friend of mine and a good friend to the show. And uh, his, his uh, following as a result of the pandemic, as you well know, has just increased. I mean, tenfold. Yes. And he's such a talented young man. He's so positive. I love spending time with Bruce. And I looked the other day, we, we, you know, we posted a video. I think our last conversation had been viewed thousands of times. People are just they eat up everything that Bruce is in, involved with, and that's yeah. a cool collaboration between the two of you, wasn't it? It really was. We, uh, it was. It, he he was very respectful, and um, you know he learned some things from me, and I learned some things from him, and we had yeah. Good yeah, it'll be interesting watching his career. It really will be. He's a very inspiring young man, and yes, it's cool cool how you guys found each other. Well, it's good to it's good to see that you know you're still very positive and. Uh, I've really enjoyed visiting with you two, uh, Nathan Best and uh, Jordan Chalden. It's been a real pleasure. As we uh, kind of wind the show down, let me first say thank you. And then, uh, Nathan, why don't you introduce the song we're going to play to kind of close out the session together? Uh, we'll do kind of like a little bluesy kind of thing. We just call it the B-flat blues. Mississippi. Okay, good. Let's, let's, let's hear it. Thank you. And have a great day as we listen to this on the way out.
make love to you, baby, 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 baby. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. Media Production.